Ivan from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. <laughs> Woo, welcome to the second hour of Love Babs, Love Talk on Babs Rolls Ivy. Listen, you know, we play the music up in this piece. <laughs> Good morning, Anru. How are Good you? Good morning, Babs. I'm doing all right. Doing yeah. all right. <laughs> Happy now, March. Sweet Honey in the Rock, that's a, that's a wonderful way to lift, do a little boosting up. You thing. know, I, I needed it because it's been a struggle lately and I just needed that mm-hmm. little uplift to just mm-hmm. carry me a little further, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so how are you? Mm-hmm. Doing all right. You know, juggling the things, trying not <laughs> to get lost in them, trying to, <laughs> trying to stay oriented. Um, so, like, actually the thing that really resonated in that last piece of sweet honey, right? This light, right? So keep or reorienting towards that. What is that light and, and can I allow it to shine, right? I don't actually need, I think it's easy to get involved in like, okay, I gotta like make it bigger, right? I gotta make the light, push the light and infuse the light and and often it's about letting it shine kind of getting out of its way, right? Letting the, you know, the, um, the term that's used in a lot of meditation and yoga, namaste, right? The light in me sees the light in you, right? Mm-hmm. So like allowing that to radiate, right? to feel it. So like, can I feel it and allow that? Can I, not just can I see it in you, but can I even see it in me and let it be and get out of the way so it can just, so that it can be in the world and my light has its place and your light has its place and yours is not better than mine mine's not better than yours and can we be with ours and each other's and this light that is also here right that gets hidden by all the hurts and complexities and stresses and strains and systems and policies and practices and suffering um, so I guess that's how I'm doing. That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a mighty word. That, so that brings us right to the call. Cause you know, you got to do the, yes, you know, it does the it call. Does. And then we yeah. can pick up on talking more about yeah, allowing absolutely. light to lead. Yeah. <laughs> and so if, if we, if we recognize, right, the, these are ways, right. The ashe that are, ancestors have left for us maybe that's also right the tools and the ways for us to shine to see to feel to experience to allow our light to be right that's part of what they've left for us and the i'm doing it today is the right i'm using those things to allow that light to be to shine to 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 for me to witness as well as to express it. So yes, we'll start there or continue there.
shining through yes it did it did it did you know sometimes i think that's um you know, here's this important part of ritual right that you know i've i've chanted that enough i don't have to think so much about like the words and the tones and the things and so i can actually like feel into it more right and like allow right that light allow the presence allow the like expression of myself in that to also be present and not mm. just like oh, here's the delivery of the chant i can do this this way right and like i can be with like the subtle nuances that you know not necessarily everybody anybody else is with but like it's it's moving right and so the ritual is like oh here's this container that then allows a lot of space in it um for all the all the varieties of the prism and the light to to shine to be felt to be expressed i think it's an interesting thing like light to be felt right i think that's an interesting right, kind of mixing of of sensations right feeling what does it mean to feel light to feel that light um the light that's shining right this light of mine letting it shine um, and it's a little doesn't have to be the biggest thing in the world. Just, it could just, be candlelight, right? Like it could be as small or as simple as candlelight, or it could be as bright as the moon or the sun. It could be, I mean, I mean, think about like, even if you're like in a huge auditorium that's pitch black, one little candlelight, you see it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean you can, if it's a way across the room, you read by it, be like, oh, look, there's light, right? All of a sudden it's not just that uh thickness right or the unknown of the darkness there but oh yeah there's you don't need a lot yeah and i i think that's a i think that's the always the lesson for people that you don't need a lot you know and i think i see that with people who think all the ducks have to be lined up everything has to be in order everything has to be perfect for them to whatever and to feel yeah to right to be 
Um, I mean, that's, I, from, you know, for me, I've done a lot of doing things in my life. I've done a lot of things. And at this particular time, like learning how to like be in the world in a different way is kind of the, is the leading thing, right? That's the, that's actually the, the more important thing for me. Cause then I can like be with myself. I can be with the other people who, who really matter to me. I can even be with the things that I'm doing differently um, and keep allowing myself to be reminded of being present in this life, this precious life. I've said it once, said it, I'm gonna keep saying it, say it a lot of times, like this is a temporary precious thing we're here for. It's a wondrous thing larger than our than us and I'm not going to be here in a hundred years. <laughs> in a hundred years, in the scheme of things, is super tiny, right? So, yeah. if I can really be here, that's something. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so, let me draw on these techniques and ashe and tools and strategies and practices that my people have done to really try to be here and undo the things that have gotten in the way of them being here, right? These things around uh, trauma and addiction and fear um, and things that have gotten in the way that made it hard to feel like we could be here. You know, real stuff. Yeah. Real stuff in the way. I like, I, I like that. I like this, this uh, track that we're on right now. You know, that th it's in the way, right? Like we could remove it. <laughs> well, I, th I think that there are, I think that it's important to engage in that question. Like what can be removed and what can't be removed? And, it, mm. and again, it actually doesn't, everything doesn't have to be perfect to do a little thing, right? What's in the way of the, there's the, the it's a different, it's a different experience if in a like if we're simultaneously looking at what's in the way outside of us and what's in the way inside of us right and it's very easy to get confused about the two of those things right if you know as a young person i can't literally you know the the control there's so much more out of my control oh where am i going to live what am i going to do how am i going to get all all the adults telling you right how you should be living what you should be doing just as a thing. So there's, there's a lot of external guidance and limitations there. And so that conversation or that ex exploration about what's kind of in your control or not is very different. Um, and there's still internal capacity. What's in my control, what's not in my control. Um, and if I'm not clear about it, then as an adult, right, I'll treat the things that are less in my control as if I should be in control of those things, right? Or I might look at the things that are internally like, oh, I could actually make some change. And I might feel like, oh, it's your fault. This is external thing that's causing me to feel this way. And, um, you know, there are very real systems in place that uh, can be limiting, right? That can be dehumanizing, very real things. And they're very real internalized things that we have taken on and adopted, right? So that the no comes from us long before we experience it outside of ourselves, right? 
as a, as a protective measure, right? As a protection from uh, trauma or harm, right? You like touch the hot thing. You're like, well, I'm not going to get within three feet of that, right? Just to be safe, right? Yet we then, what if a thing we want is like only a foot away from that hot thing, right? And if we're just like, nope, I just can't do it, right? It's too hot. I can't do it. We are preventing ourselves from getting that good thing because actually a foot away is safe. We could just, we'll get the good thing and we'll come back, right? Um, but if we've internalized just the like, you got to keep the three foot orb of space between yourself and the dangerous thing, then you miss out on what might else be in there. Wow. And that's, that's a, all that's a, that's a, I, I like this thinking because I could see how addiction and all the other things that keep people from the things that they want mm -hmm. um, um, can, can give them a path a little bit forward. Right. Right. And it takes, so that's where the like, oh, am I putting up the barrier? And if I actually am, I think this is where some of the self-awareness or, or a yearning or, or turning inwards is helpful. If I'm yearning for closeness, that actually says to me, my system is actually wanting that. Mm -hmm. my, my brain or my, my like hypervigilance might be saying, well, no, 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 that's dangerous. Don't, you don't want to get really close to people because you could get hurt, right? And hurt means a certain thing based on past experiences. Um, yet our system is like, well, but I keep getting close to people. I keep wanting to be connected. I keep wanting these relationships. And so then it means, oh, I got to do it differently, right? Maybe it's, you know, in when I was a when I was a therapist, you know, a lot of people would say like, well, how do I know? Like, I, I like this person, but I'm nervous about it. But I don't know if the nervousness is just because I'm actually getting close to my feelings, period, or if that person is somebody I shouldn't be around. Oh, and it's a confusing place. Right. And I was like, this is this. That is a great, rich place to be in. And some of that is just really exploring from for many people in that moment the discomfort at having and being with their feelings which are fundamentally out of their control is the thing that's kind of raising the danger signs like oh don't do that don't really let yourself feel because you're going to get yourself you could get yourself in a situation that is then emotionally harmful because these things in the past happened when you you were a kid and you just wanted to be loved and the loved ones around you couldn't see you, right? Or hurt you or did the thing, right? So we internalize that narrative as what's possible. Yet our system wants more, our system wants to unfold our, our system, our body, like our mind, our heart, our body, and our spirit. That's what I mean by our system. Wants connection, wants to explore, wants closeness. And so then it's a learning of like, let me take a little step in that direction you don't have to jump all in. Most people, what they do, well, okay, I'm just going to jump all in. I'll move in with the person and give them my bank accounts and here's all the things and take my heart, right? That's, you know, <laughs> that's not a good idea. <laughs> a little step. Notice what happens, right? Can you, can you have some courage? Can you do a little testing? Can you show up in the relationship? Can you show up in life 
in the way that you want it to be. And then if there's a challenge to it, you can then deal with that from the present, right? From really looking at it, from being with what's going on instead of the story about it or just the fear about it. Mm. And so those little things help us to, oh, maybe I can be with this discomfort a little bit more. Maybe oh, I'm really nervous about really saying how I feel to this person. Uh, maybe I'll just try it out a little bit. I'll see what happens. Um, I used to be very sarcastic. That was like a default of mine. And I realized in when I started really looking at patterns that I was in, I mean, I was, this is kind of coming out of depression and anxiety and all the, all the, the bottom of the pit that I was in. And I was like, oh, I really need to like get my stuff together. Um, Cause there's a lot in the way of being here. There's a lot of hiding I do. There's a lot of masks I wear. There's a lot of like, um, not admitting to people how I really felt about something. Cause I felt it was risky. Right? If I don't really tell people if I like, really like something or not, right. They can't take it away. They can't manipulate me. They can't like, you know, tease me with it or whatever. Um, and so it really, there's a lot of distancing I did. And so sarcasm was a part of that. Cause if I'm sarcastic, I don't actually have to take accountability for what I'm saying or how the other person receives it. Right. I could be a little bit more honest, but if I kind of say it sarcastically, if they take it the wrong way, I'd be like, Oh, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just being sarcastic. <laughs> and if they take it the way I kind of want them to take it underneath, I'm like, Oh good. I, I, I kind of safely delivered the message kind of hidden, right? Camouflaged. Mm. And I realized that like fundamentally that was about hiding and lying. And if I really want to be here and really see what this life is about and who am I, what am I about, then I need to deal with that differently. I need to take some of these risks. I need to, th I need to think about and feel and say, well, what do I need? Can I, can I be with myself? Can I care about myself? Can I nourish and nurture myself? Can I love myself? Can I at least, even if I can't jump to loving myself, can I at least not undermine myself? Can I not be mean to myself? Can I not shame myself? Um, and then slowly kind of build into having a life, right? I, that I, I, that's, a, that's so illuminating. So that I, level of awareness, right? Like, that's so illuminating. But like, we're talking about light here, so of course it's illuminating, light, right? But it doesn't take <laughs> a lot. That's what I'm. But that's the thing. Like, it doesn't take a lot. Like that little light is like, oh, maybe, maybe there's something there. We look at ourselves. Maybe there's a little caring person in there. Maybe, maybe I could you know, be with this person in a way that's just okay. That doesn't have to be about like posturing or power over or nah, nothing can hurt me, right? Dismissing things like maybe I can be really present. Maybe I can be even vulnerable with myself to even feel what I'm feeling. Right? And it takes time and patience and practice so that you then have skill in navigating the complexity of what it means to be a feeling human being versus 
I'll allow this feeling and that feeling and that one. If it's not there, I'm going to numb it out. Or I'm going to jam it into there. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to feel hurt. I'm going to feel mad. I'm not going to feel confused. I'm going to feel mad. Um, I'll feel joy and ecstasy and mad. And maybe <laughs> sad if it's really bad, you know, a little tear trickle down if my team lost something, you know, I'll live that. Or if a really beloved person passed away, I'll allow a little hard mask till tear trickle down, maybe. Other than that, everything's good. Just keep on keeping on, right? How am I, that's no way to live. And while there's circumstances in place that are outside of our control, we can do, we have much more capacity than we think. We have much more capacity than we think to be here, to be present, to be, you know, not just to be like a soft puddle of like a wash and emotions in the corner, just like, I'm just feeling all the things, right? But like really be here with the complexity of what this means. Because it's okay. Yeah. I like that. Wow. That is rich. And and it's 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 like a muscle though, right? Like you Yes. Yes. Yeah, it is. And that's the practice, right? So so even for me, I mean um I'll be fifty-five this year. Woohoo! I had like coming out of like the worst of the worst, I think I was about twenty-two. It was between like twenty between that two year period was that was just like digging into the pit and then like slowly extracting out right but there was no like final emergence in the within those two years but it was this oh let me let me see a therapist let me go to some 12-step programs let me like get sober right <laughs> let me let me do these very concrete things so that i can even orient to like what is like because there's so much in the way of right is there light in there? I don't know. I've just been like, well, how do I need to show up? All right, this is how I need to show up. I'll do it that way. Over here. Okay, now I'm going to show up this way over here. Like, there was no, what do you need today? Like, I would have, if someone asked me that at that age, I would have been like, uh, I need to like tune out. Like, that's what I need because all this is just too much. Right. And so the notion of like that inward reflection, that inward gaze and feeling like what's in there what do i need right where is there space for me in this world really for me really like right and you know so some of these get into these big questions around like life and meaning and purpose but we deserve to be able to ask those questions That is, that is a part of our right to being alive. We get to ask those questions. Why am I here? How can I be here to the fullest capacity as I can? Right? We've got all these messages that tell us no. And yet it is our part of our, I fundamentally believe part of our birthright 
for that also to be folded into our day to day. Even as like, oh, I got to go grocery shopping. I got to do things. Got to do this. Yeah. And right. That's the day to day. Right. You got to eat well. You got to sleep. Right. That's got to be done. And what does this mean to be here, to be a person? Where did I come from? How does that inform me? Can I be really be present now in this moment so that the steps that I take that lead to what will come are also in harmony and supportive and nourishing and nurturing? Can I make those decisions in the present that are skillful that will continue to help me to be sustainable, to really mm -hmm. live? to the best of my ability with the things that are completely out of my control and the things that are in my control. And, you know, that's, that's this piece of the serenity prayer, you know, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And it doesn't mean, Oh, I feel like, you know, oppressive systems, I can't change. So I guess I just have to, you know, be serene about it. It's like, well, no, let me really explore and investigate, be curious and move in a direction of what maybe I can change more than I think I can. But let me, let me be able to discern that. If I can't, you know, if I go down to the ocean, I'm like, I want it to be 10 degrees warmer in the water. <laughs> it's cold. Okay, you just better get serene about what it is and then make some choices whether you're going in or not, right? that's not in that moment as an individual in your control. Can I be with this person? Oh, they're having their own feelings. Mm. Can I be present with them having their feelings? Can I like I that. My own? See where we meet. Mm. Wow, so that's all of this practice, right? This it's a it's a it's a muscle, but it's like it's like walking, right? We were born didn't didn't know how to do that, didn't have the capacity for it, and most of us were able to then do that. And so you could say like, well, walking is a muscle, right? Or you know, speaking is a muscle, or like sensing and feeling or hear these muscles, but they're also just the ways that we're people. Not that it's, I mean, I mean, I say that the maybe because like, you know, us being a person is not hinged on being able to walk, right? There are plenty of folks who can't walk who are still people. <laughs> but as we talk about um, our senses, right, we use them. And so right, they work. Right? But we don't have to like, I got to really, I got to work on tasting. I really got to practice tasting what this is like, right? It's we can discern right the skill of discerning taste right? that's a that it's its own skill also based on some capacity but this looking inwards this honoring what's inside looking out being able to recognize what's around us being present with that to make some decisions right is this helping me to see we get back to this light right to see my own light to feel my own light is this supporting that? Is this supporting the expression of that light? Can I see that in others? Can I feel that in others? Can I be with that in others? 
I think we can. I think so too. I, I don't think it's ever been presented this way for people, but I think we can, right? Like I think the path leads us this like everyone that I know that has made a journey or a sojourn of some sort into themselves and into what makes them who they are, get down this path. Yeah. You know, they get down this path, whether it's one step at a time or following a light or whatever it is, they get down this path. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a, there's, the end of this story about destiny in, in Yoruba and Ifa literature, sacred literature. Kind of the, you know, it's a story of these three friends and two of them make some decisions and when they're kind of life, everything is a struggle. One of them makes these other decisions and things are working out. And so the ones where there's a struggle, they're like, where did you go to like get your destiny? Like before coming down to earth and being a person, like where'd you, I would have gone there. And the person's like, we, all go to the same place. We all have, right, this destiny, but each of our destinies is different. And so the things, the practices that support one person kind of finding themselves in their place and this, right, this light or this illumination or this how am I being in the world and the fullness of who I am with meaning and purpose, um, the, the traditions and the practices can be different, right, but still lead in that direction. And what that means for one person can look very different, right? Because that, yes, there's light, but there's, you know, the expression of that, right? Song, movement, care, compassion, building things, um, transforming things, no hair, purple hair, right? <laughs> That's, these are all these expressions are different, right? And there's all this this like other thing that we're calling light that is also like that that life that life generating thing, which we will see very soon in New England with spring coming. I mean, unfortunately, because of the warm winter, we're seeing a little bit more of that earlier, right? Because of climate change, but um, we see that emergence and unfolding of life again in a different way. It's still been here, but it's been quieter. Mm. Mm. Spring is coming. Spring is coming, as it does. The days are getting longer and lighter. Yes, yes. Mm. Okay. Well, I appreciate the time I get to spend with you. You'll be back on the 23rd? Yes. Back on the 23rd, and we'll have more more of this this conversation mm -hmm. and uh yeah. and i know those that are listening are enjoying this very much <laughs> Good. So, Good. so thank you for your time thank you babs may you and all the other listeners have a beautiful blessed day and time connected to their own beauty and sense of wonder and mystery and magic in the world and their own light and the light of others and the beloveds around them. And may we be freer tomorrow than we were today. May we be freer today than we were yesterday. Ashe. Amen, Ashe. Ashe, amen. <laughs>
Thank you so much, Amru. I will see you on the 23rd, if not soon. You will. Take care. Okay, Harry, the day ends. Thank you all for tuning in today on a Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday, and I've got uh, Frank Mitchell and Connie Royster at 1015. So we can talk about the Constant Baker Motley uh, uh, ex- exhibition that's going on in the in the um, window and Tony Harp Gallery at the Q House. So I'll see you all tomorrow. Take good care. Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. on my mind, trying to explain what can't be defined, and for so long, it's been so strong, suddenly it's clear, now that I can hear, these love notes, the ones that I wrote, oh these melodies, There are some memories And these love notes I found in an old coat Mean something new all